Hey everybody, welcome to Figure It Out. My name is April and this podcast follows my journey from a determined college student to a work from home mom figuring it out while starting a new business from the ground up. It's kind of like an audible diary that I'm sharing with you. So come join me to listen to today's entry. Okay, everybody. So welcome to today's podcast. I haven't podcasted in a couple weeks because I don't have my life together. But here I am now and I have my first guest um, all the way from my living room, my husband, Oren. That's O-R-R-I-N. It's not Warren or Lauren like it sounds like on the phone, right? Definitely not. Okay, so... um, First of all, to find a quiet place to podcast this was impossible because our daughter's sleeping, so we can't be anywhere near her bedroom. Um, we have a super loud fish tank in our living room. We try to go outside, and there's planes flying by. Um, so just FYI, we put in a lot of effort for this. <laughs> um, okay, so, Oren, do you want to tell us about yourself? Anything about you? Anything about me? Yeah. This wasn't in this. What? <laughs> Orin wanted a script, and I said I didn't have uh, one. And then before starting this, we're like, couldn't stop laughing, and it's awkward. And like, we're married, and he's watched me birth a child, but somehow recording the <laughs> podcast is awkward. Um, but yeah, tell me things. Uh, What's yeah. going on in your life? Um, working, and I'm filming car stuff, and I'm working on cars, and raising our daughter. And our two insane dogs. And, yeah. What are you filming car stuff for? So, we have a channel uh, that my buddy Eric and I started called OE Garage. And pretty much we just started this channel to sort of originally capture the uh, a build we were doing with his truck. But uh, it's kind of gone beyond that now. And we sort of film the community's cars and... And uh, do a bunch of motorsports-related events and stuff. So, see if we can grow that. And where does all of this take place, Oren? <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes place in an undisclosed location in Mexico, primarily. Okay, um, our garage in New York. <laughs> well, <clears throat> working on the vehicles takes place in the garage in New York. Uh, but yeah, we do everything <laughs> out of our garage here. Um, pretty much, it's just, you know work through the week and then it's like 12 plus hours every weekend uh doing car stuff trying to make ends meet with that stuff so it's pretty pretty time consuming (laughs) yeah okay so the main reason other than people probably are sick of hearing me talk to myself that i wanted to have you on is because at least locally um nobody we know does what i do and um like none of our facebook friends or anyone has any idea what the heck i'm talking about when i post my va stuff on facebook um and like my podcast listeners have heard um all about that but i wanted to get your perspective about what it's like for going from well like being a spouse to someone that's doing this and your thoughts on it and going from having no idea what it is to me talking your ear off about it day and night So, what did you think when I first told you about just, like, freelancing in general? Like, what was your initial thought? You can't hurt my feelings. I I I mean, you are allowed to, but you won't. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, up up front, like, everything that you kind of explained or, like, sort of gave me the rough 
idea of that you would be doing was sort of like it was things that have to happen and that people need but I didn't really think that that was like a career or something that um, people really uh, had like the ability to create an entire industry around by like sourcing that through different um, different venues and, and different things like that it was pretty pretty surprising that it was a actual full-blown industry and did you think I was actually going to go through with it or what did you think I thought you're I mean I thought you were going to go through with it I mean most of the things you bring up you go through with so I mean I, I definitely thought it was a legitimate thing uh that you're going to do it was just uh from like my perspective without being like thrown in that environment it was pretty uh pretty like hard to see how you're going to kind of get everything lined up and be able to start that but and I know you had some doubts about it nothing like personally against me maybe but like what was your biggest like oh like maybe she shouldn't do this because like what did you think well did you have I any mean, reason why I shouldn't do it why you or why you maybe it. think I wouldn't carry hmm. through with it well <laughs> life's pretty hectic <laughs> or it can be at times and I know you've been you know balancing a lot of stuff between raising our daughter and keeping our house together sort of <laughs> <laughs> and uh obviously your your present job and stuff like that which is all that stuff's no joke in an individual setup let alone all four of those things or more together so I mean, that was kind of the main thing is I know you were doing a bunch of stuff before that as well. So it was kind of like a, a big, it was just another add into the, the spectrum of stuff. Not that I think you wouldn't do it, but. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know, this isn't the first business I've ran, run. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did like a custom, I don't know, like a custom vinyl business. I was making like shirts and decals and all that stuff. And it no offense to anybody that does this, but it's like a fad. It's like um, COVID hit and everybody brought, bought a cricket and um, started being entrepreneurs, which is great. But at least in our area, it's super overpopulated and um, our child is crazy and it's hard to do both at the same time. And sure. I kept getting these really cool ideas for it and I'd be like, Oren, I'm going to do this. It's going to be so awesome. And I get so pumped. And then, like, two weeks later, I'm like, I'm over it, like, not doing that. So, like, I didn't follow through with a lot of things that I said I was going to do. And I know that you said before that, like, maybe I kind of thought I would do the same with this. Well, it's it's challenging because, like, as a, a partner, you want to be supportive of the person you're married to, let alone, like, just wanting someone to succeed. Um, so, I mean, like, I, like, you know, you'd watch it, you'd watch a bunch of, a bunch of hype you know you get like super excited about stuff and put a ton of effort into things and then it would kind of you know it would, it would just wouldn't have the same reaction as like sort of what you're expecting mm -hmm. and then it was just kind of this roller coaster of like ups and downs a lot so uh in a way like the cautious side of you or me was like in a kind of like a protective sense like oh man i, I don't want you to be disappointed by something you know, like this again, or like get too much on your plate and stuff like that. But at the same time, you have to balance that with being supportive of what your partner wants to do and uh, the things that, you know, they want to pursue. So it's like this balance 
you kind of run with it. And what's been, like, the most challenging part, like, for you now that I'm, like, working full-time and have, like, essentially a second job trying to, like, get this business off the ground, like, what has been either something that's, like, surprised you the most or been, like, the most challenging, like, anything, good, bad, happy? I don't know if I could (laughs) say things have been challenging because, I mean, I know that you've sacrificed a bunch of time for the stuff that I'm doing on the side of work and regular life, so... In a way, I feel like I kind of owe that back to you <laughs> for the most part. Um, I mean, it's it's been, uh, it, it's definitely, you know, you've been a lot more involved with, uh, not, not to say a lot more involved, but, you know, the this feels like this meshes up better for you mm-hmm. um, since you've done that. So I think that's kind of broken into, like, the realm of it's not really anything that has, like, affected me <laughs> or anything like that because you know it's been it's been good to see you like have success in it and actively pursue a bunch of different things in it and sort of just be able to watch you kind of run with it so yeah yeah I mean nothing (laughs) nothing yet at least (laughs) okay if anything I have to be like hey can you watch like our daughter I try not to say her name on the podcast just because like privacy but like can you like watch her because I have to go like get on this zoom call with a client and you're like oh yeah sure (laughs) when really probably you're like I just got home from work (laughs) well don't don't want to I want to shower (laughs) but you do it anyways yeah I mean I mean it's just like it's part of how that works I mean it's kind of funny like Nova's screaming in the other room or we're doing something crazy and um you know, you're in the other room trying to have a call. So that's kind of an interesting task. But otherwise, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm totally Screaming willing. like a banshee out here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's very true. Um, okay. And then where, like, where, okay. So also, I mentioned this in the first podcast, but Orin and I have been dating since my freshman year and his sophomore year of high school and um neither of us are aware (laughs) like everybody has a plan and they say when you make a plan god laughs and that is like so true in our freaking chaotic life um so like like where if you ask sophomore orin like where we would be right now compared to where we are what would you say oh man it's crazy i mean we've been together so long at least yeah yeah 10 years yeah, old. Yeah, for being 24 <laughs> and, uh, years old. <laughs> but, like, a lot of that was during school and college, um, which was kind of a, you know, kind of, like, you, you spend a, a long time kind of waiting to, like, get to these big life activities. Um, and then, obviously, like, we, like, went, or <laughs> we got married, got a house, and had a kid all within a year. Yeah, all within six months. <laughs> yeah, and and that was pretty. That was a pretty big jump through everything. I mean, it like elapsed over ten years. I would say like this is probably where I would have expected us to be, honestly, to some extent. I mean, you know, there was. We always said we were going to get married when we were twenty five. Well, Orange a year older than me, but um, get married when we were twenty five, have kids when you were twenty six, <laughs> like, and that. I got, we got married when I was 22 and had our daughter two days before my 23rd birthday (laughs) and bought a house. Yeah. All in six months. It's like freaking wild. And like, Orin and I used to joke about like how crazy chaotic our lives are. And like in our car, like I'm sure it's true for everybody. Car rides are like therapy and you just like, 
you could have nothing to talk about when you're at home, but then you get in the car and like by the time you pull in the driveway, you don't want to stop talking because you're on a roll. And like we always said, like if somebody could like film what we're saying in the car, it'd be hilarious because our lives are hectic. And since we've had a kid, it's like so much more true. And we always joke that we were gonna start a podcast and <laughs> and Orin said we could call it the shit show podcast <laughs> because like that's just our life, and it's true. Yeah, I mean, we spent, like, years and years, that was kind of, like, that was our dates. That was, like, how we hung out. Yeah, just driving in the car driving to get, like, car, a drink. I'd make you take me to Dunkin' yep. <laughs> every day. Um, I still do that. And also, um, let me know, comment on this, screenshot it, whatever. If you are, like, driving past a Dunkin' or a McDonald's, and you say to your husband, or your wife says to you, man, doesn't a coffee sound really good? Or like, wow, I'm kind of hungry. Do you stop? Does your husband stop for food or a drink? Because Orin does not. So just let me know on that. Total side note. Manual. You can go through a drive-thru and manual. Uh, listen, Except <laughs> we almost did rear in somebody in the Arby's drive-thru. Yeah. <laughs> it's our lesson not to go to Arby's. <laughs> um... And then, so, like, following that, like, where you see us now, somebody on my Facebook asked, like, what you wanted to be when you were a kid when you grew up. And then following that, what do you do now? You don't have to say where you work or anything, but... Yeah, I mean, my my parents probably would have to remind me to be absolutely sure, but I'm pretty sure my main, like, first priority or first, like job I wanted to have when I was a kid was a train conductor I'm pretty sure I had like a big thing with trains so I'm definitely not a train conductor (laughs) although he did propose to me on a train he planned this entire trip and we drove a couple hours and it was a surprise and it was like so cute and so cheesy and we went through this like fall foliage train ride and he proposed and it was super cute so and then I got a crippling headache for like 30 minutes because I didn't drink coffee, so that kind of... <laughs> Ruined the mood a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was cool, nonetheless, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, otherwise, I did uh, did not end up in an industry related to trains yeah. or anything like then that. Then when we started but... dating, like, I never asked you. I feel like that's something you're supposed to ask someone you're dating, but my mom had actually been, like, you know, interviewing the boyfriend, and it's like, oh, what do you want to be? And at the time, I think Oren wanted to go into the military. I had a lot of random goals I mean like any high schooler you know you don't really you don't really know you're kind of influenced by those around you or things you hear and stuff like that so I mean I know when I was older I kind of wanted to go into I I ended up going to criminal justice and I was going to go you know be a cop but that kind of fizzled out and then there was this little thing about you know trying to be in the military and that kind of fizzled out you know especially once I met April yeah because we kind of knew like it sounds like so corny but like when we met we just like we were what 15 and 16 or something but we just like knew like we're going places we're going to do things and like all that so like it kind of changed yeah I mean I mean it kind of changed the perspective on like where you're casting your net, I guess. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, then I just went ahead and sort of looked at local industry, and I kind of cast that net as as what I went to college for. So I went to college for mechanical technology, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty wide net to cast for the region we're in here. So 
-hmm. And we got to go to college together for two years. That was pretty cool. Yep. Um, again, consisted out of a lot of car rides down the hill to McDonald's <laughs> to get lunch in between class. Um, and yeah, a lot of like talks there. All our life-changing talks have happened in the car. <laughs> like all our big decisions have happened in the car. Yeah. Um, literally like everything. When we decided like I was going to do daycare in my house, we were in the car. Pretty sure when I like... Basically, whenever I'm filling Orin in on this VA stuff, we're, like, always in the car. <laughs> well, everywhere around us is, like, a 15-minute plus That's true. Drive. We live out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you literally can't see our neighbor's houses from where we are. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay. Now, I have questions from some people on Facebook, and I felt like I had something else I was going to ask you, but I don't remember. So, you might have to be a guest on a future podcast. Oh, okay. Um, can probably arrange that. <laughs> okay. Um, hopefully you don't run into too much traffic. Okay, so this kind of falls into the VA thing, actually, because I didn't go to college. I went to college for early childhood education. I'm not a teacher. I do daycare, but it's you don't have to be a teacher to do daycare. Um, and right now my degree is, like, useless to this VA thing, which is a cool thing about being a VA. You don't have to have really any experience. But um, I'm not saying I'm not experienced. Like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, but you don't have to have any experience or anything like that. Um, and where was I going with that question? Oh, yeah. So, like, really to do what I want to do and open this business, I didn't need college, really. But, like, I didn't think there was any other option. Like, always growing up, I was like, yeah, you graduate and you go to college. It's what you do. But, um, and you went to a trade school in high school part time like your senior your junior and senior year essentially yep. criminal justice but you also went to college right what would you um if like you know our daughter 17 years down the road is like wants your opinion what are you going to tell her yeah i mean i'm all for making the decisions that you think are going to fit best in your life i mean um you know i i like if i'm saying i went to college uh and i also attended uh, a trade school uh, I did go for criminal justice, which isn't really like a typical trade. <laughs> a typical like trade that people think of, um, but you know I really do think trade school like is something most kids should go to. Mm -hmm. um, I or, went for two weeks for cosmetology and know? then I stopped. That's I mean, another one of those things. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean it gives you perspective on some stuff and it kind of lets you sort of. Uh, spread your wings a little bit before uh, it's on your own dollar, uh -huh. to be blunt about it. But, um, you know, I, I went to college. College, I think, is inevitably what helped me get into my career that's uh, about to roll up to five years now. Um, however, I wouldn't blindly encourage anybody to go to college. Uh -huh. You know, I think there's there's some better options. There's definitely some associate programs at community colleges that are just as good as anything else you can do. Mm -hmm. um, you don't need to go in a ton of debt just to get an education. You have to think about, like, you know, what you're doing, what you want to be, and what kind of net, you know, the industry that you want to work in. Um, you know, I kind of, like I said, I kind of I kind of cast the net for this area, but I, I am kind of, uh, you know, I'm, I, I think we should have, you know, woodshop, in high school mm -hmm. and you know I took 
AutoCAD, you know, computer-aided design in high school. And that's what kind of got you started with your interest in, like, mechanical technology. Yeah, it actually it was an ACE course. And so got I actually, you into college and got you the job that pays our bills right now. Yeah, so. yeah. So, I mean, I think that stuff should start in high school. And I think if you want to go to a trade school, you definitely should. It should never be discouraged. Um, you know, and, that, and at the same time, you know, you can go to a college for a trade. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, college isn't just always something that's like this you know far out there kind of confusing degree i mean mechanical technology is a pretty generic uh industry trade and that's what i went to college for so i get to work with machines and stuff like you know just a bunch of different stuff so yeah yeah, i mean it's just making good choices about it and and being targeted in what you're doing especially once you're paying for it yeah okay i thought of my um question yeah especially when you're paying for it like yeah. dang um i thought of my question i was gonna ask you um and the first episode i talked about like my anxiety and how that has like spiraled into life right now and i kind of want you to touch on a little bit like <sighs> like your views on all that because a lot of my listeners are um work from home moms stay at home moms just moms in general i'm I mean, like, I'm pretty sure 99% of them are moms. Um, and they've probably all dealt with some form of, like, anxiety or, like, postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. And, like, you've, like, seen me go through that stuff and, like, how it is, like, from your side. And if you have any words of wisdom or advice um, for, like, any husbands that might be in the car while their wife's like, hey, we gotta listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> to, like help themselves get through it or help their wives or significant others or any of that boy that was a giant question i know (laughs) i don't know if i remember the start of that question (laughs) okay what's it like i guess we'll break this down yeah yeah let's Um, do the segment it so it started when i was in college my anxiety Mm -hmm. um what was it like in the beginning when you thought I was having like these strokes and everything else, I was like freaking crazy. I mean, straight up, like I didn't know enough about that stuff. I mean, I don't know if that was, Me either. it really wasn't a big thing at that time. If it hadn't like really been kind of like widely talked about or stuff like that. But, um, anxiety definitely wasn't like initially what, you know, we were thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of scary. Cause I mean, you go through a bunch of you have a bunch of symptoms that are pretty sketchy if mm-hmm. if you just, like, look at them in a single scope, you know, it's kind of a little worrisome. And, you know, as, like, a partner, it's, like, you can't really prevent anxiety. Yeah, in, and in Orin would, way. like, never really, maybe I'm just not anxious around you, but he would never physically, like, really be with me when all these happened. So it would just be stuff I was telling him, and he's like, what the... Yeah, F is happening, and I just be like, oh my god, I thought I was going to pass out, like, I thought I was having a heart attack, I was literally driving this past weekend, and I had to call my mom, um, and be like, hey, like, can you please, like, come meet me at my car, because my heart just started racing, I thought I was going to pass out, like, <sighs> yeah, no, it's definitely, it's definitely something that, it, it, you're just kind of there for, I mean, there's, there's things that you can do to try to help, but it's really just in a supportive fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, anxiety is, is not something that's... If we could control it fully, then it would obviously be non, a non-issue. But. Yeah. And then, um, like... Um, I'm having a brain fart. 
Um, okay, so then I had like just general anxiety because of life, and then we had a daughter, and I had postpartum anxiety and depression, and it's like kind of a touchy subject, and you don't have to go into like too much detail if you don't want to, but like I know it's relatable for a lot of people, so like what's it like like seeing your partner go through that, but also like yeah, your partner's going through some like shit, but like you have this baby to take care of too, so like yeah. how as a husband that already has like so much weight on her shoulders like you have to like work full-time like you didn't really get maternity leave like and you had to deal with like hormonal me for more than like just like the baby blues period like I still like have like days where I'm just like off and like emotional and then you have like newborn and you have to just and then you like you have your own stuff going on in life like how did you how do you deal with that I mean like from the get-go you know, once you get into having a child with somebody and, you know, your wife being pregnant for nine months, like, you're both constantly evolving at a very, very fast rate, mm-hmm. like, emotionally and mentally. I know. Like, we always say it's so crazy to, like, know high school us and then, like, us now because we're both not the same people. Oh, yeah. It's, like, crazy. I mean, you spend well over easily well over a year and a half from the moment you find out you're going to have a kid to like really where you sort of have some grasp over like who you are as a person <laughs> because mm-hmm. I mean that because you're like I mean, two new people you just everything. yeah you're two new people I mean you literally like you have to be like two new like born. new people yourself new people as parents and then new people as like a couple Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's just, there's so many changes, and so rapidly, that all the norms that you have, I mean, they they get pretty flipped. And it's pretty euphoric, like, you know, you go through the pregnancy together, and you go to the appointments, and everything's, like, super exciting, and then it all, you know, drum um, rolls. Can I just say, Orin went to every single appointment, and, like, you know, helped me when I puked and had migraines when he's pregnant, so, <laughs> I was pregnant, <laughs> so, oh, oh, oh. um, really comes in clutch there, so. But, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, you. It, it's just like it all builds up, you know. And then you, you have a ch- like you have you give birth, which is like insane, right? Like yeah. just. And then you're like, oh man. And I didn't know like that night. I was like, there is no dang way I'm about to have baby right now. And as Orin's driving us to the hospital in a snowstorm, like he he knew what was coming, and I was in denial. I was like, no way. Like I'm gonna get checked and go home. <laughs> yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, you you have. You have your kid, and there's, like, a couple days there with the hospital where things are still pretty, like... You're kind of, like, in the honeymoon Pretty crazy, period, right? Trying you're to figure out kinda, what's going on. Yeah, you know, you're just, you're just trying to become a parent. And, like, someone for me, like, I had, like, zip experience yeah. <laughs> with kids, babies, anything. You never like, held a baby no until you held our daughter. Yeah, so I was pretty nervous about that, but... And then, like, you know, you come home, and then, like, you start this, this healing process... And turning your house into, you know, a space. I mean, you try to do it before, but I mean, yeah. it's So, just... yeah, like, that's one thing that still, it kind of, like, stresses us out. Because we moved in this house when I was six or seven months pregnant. And, like, you can't paint or do heavy lifting. So, like, we did as much as we could to make this house, like, ours. But then, boom, you have a baby. And then, boom, COVID. So, this house doesn't yeah. truly feel like ours yet. And it's kind of just sporadic. And you're just kind of, like... You're either surviving or you're thriving, and yep. sometimes we're, like, thriving, and sometimes we just have times for surviving. 
Um, yep. But yeah, a, so there's that's like still ongoing. Had a big thing about painting our uh, our kitchen cabinets. <laughs> and busted that out in like three days, and yep. then uh, it's been like over a month. <laughs> and the bottom cabinets <laughs> the bottom, aren't painted. Yeah, the bottom are done, but but the yeah. top look really good. They do. You did a good job. They do. Thanks. But, I painted our kitchen window shut, and it's still not good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and then you know, as far as like the postpartum stuff, it, it it's pretty wild. I mean, like I, you know, obviously you went through stuff with that, um, and I don't even know, like I don't even know how to like generalize what we went through and stuff like that. But even as like a father, like um, there was kind of stuff you know, stuff like I went through myself because, you know, you go from kind of getting to go to the appointments and, you know, you want to be as involved as you can be. And, and then like the baby comes out and like, you are not the mom, like the <laughs> mom <true>. has <laughs> something she can provide that is not something the father can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, that was kind of, I don't know why, but it was kind of like a surprising thing to me. So, you know, you, you kind of like, you 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 turn into a supportive role um as like a father and you know which you do really great at like there's never been like a time where i was like oh dang like he needs to step up or like oh dang he's like gonna leave us because he's like work because i'm miserable or anything you tell me to switch laundry over a lot so i don't know well you could you could do some more laundry (laughs) but but yeah i mean (laughs) and uh you know your 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 wife is just like freaking screwed she's got to do like everything everything just goes into keeping a child alive and and Oren's not home during the day so like I took on the role of like taking care of the house and like cooking it's not like he's like hey you're the wife do the do do all the cleaning and the cooking it's just like I personally took on the role and I put a lot of pressure on myself even though Oren is willing to help I just need to learn that when I ask him to do the laundry he won't do it right away but he'll do it where I was like, I was like, I want it done now. I'll just do it myself. But absolutely, you gotta remember as a mom, which I have a really hard time with, that even though you're going through your own, like shit, like your husband is also just became a new person when you have a kid, and like he will go through stuff too, and you have to be like diligent and understand that like you're both going through it, and try not to be selfish and being like, well. Like, I'm going through all this. Like, can you be a little more sympathetic or like anything like that? Because I feel like dads get thrown to the side a lot. Because it's, it's it, all about moms, which like, I mean, physically moms and like, you know, your brain like literally like physically goes through changes and stuff. But like dads grow, they go through it just as much as moms. Well, and it's a balance with a lot of stuff. I mean, that that was kind of, you know, when you look at. Some some days it's like you have to just cover everything. You have to be, you know, mm-hmm. you you have to like push each other to do better. And that sounds <laughs> that sounds sometimes, harsh sometimes. And like my like emotional self will like get offended, or I'll just like start crying. I'm like, I'm sorry, it's not. And he's like, No, I just know you can do better. I'm like, oh, But other times you have to be willing to not do better like sometimes you have to be willing to sort of like throw the towel in on that day and just we're we're just gonna survive today just survive at some point so you can't just like hold yourself to this unfair standard but also you know if you leave yourself kind of you know if you don't pull each other up you get kind of stuck in the rut really fast Mm -hmm. um because i mean being a parent is uh you just got to realize that, like, everybody gig. says relationships are 50-50, but, like, some days they're not. It's, like, 80-20, 0-100. Like, yeah. you just got to be willing to 
like get through that stuff and like encourage each other just make it through the day <laughs> so you can start a new day tomorrow <laughs> and then bad days crappy make it through the next day um like our daughter's been sick this week and like oh she's reattaching her umbilical cord and i've been doing everything one-handed and i'm stressed but warren's like it's fine like leave her with me she's gonna cry but it's gonna be fine <laughs> but yeah okay let's cover that topic now i have some fun questions for you okay um what is your go-to song right now what are you jamming out to oh jeez, man i don't even know genre artist i'm not gonna lie like i have a 35 minute drive to work and i just recently started working back in the office instead of from home which Uh, was another huge change yeah that was a huge change but so i try to distract myself with music um but unintentionally i am music the heck out (laughs) Um, he just listens I, to my podcast on repeat because he misses me. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, I do make him listen to it like four times before it airs, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even know. I'm like, literally, I have like multiple stations. I literally like listen to some up church radio, mm-hmm. you know, for the little, little, little country and some rap and stuff in there. But I also like too many songs on Pandora. So all of my radio stations are just complete garbage mishmashes. <laughs> They no longer are, like, what the actual title of the station Although, is. Although, we did find this good channel on Pandora, if you're a 90s baby, when we were driving two hours to go to get our dog the other mm-hmm. day, or, I don't know, the other month. <laughs> like, it's, like, 90s and 2000s hits or whatever, and we were both vibing, which tells you something, because, like, our taste in music is not the same anymore. No. <laughs> like, sometimes we can find something that's good, but not often. <laughs> so, we were vibing, so check that channel out. <laughs> um... And what is up and coming for OE Garage? Man, I mean, we're we're constantly working on new stuff. Um, a lot of it is centric. We, you know, we, primarily we have, you know, we're, we're trying to run events and we're trying to kind of find our own segment in the automotive world, uh, Eric and myself. Uh, yeah, as you're well hosting as... an event this weekend. I'm not going to say where because it kind of gives away our location, yep. but at a literal NASCAR track. Yep, we are going to go um, out on a road course. Yeah. Um, there's our fridge. Sorry, guys. Fridge. It buzzes for no reason. <laughs> sometimes it's long, sometimes it's short. Welcome to our chaotic life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go out onto a racetrack, and uh, we're going to take a bunch of people from the community, uh, local car community here. and uh, Which is pretty there. big. Yep, and this will be like our second event that we've done uh, similar to this, so that'll yeah. be cool to... Orn and I have driven the track before a couple times, I think I'm going to die every time, because it scares <laughs> the Jesus out of me. It's like a literal NASCAR track, like NASCAR comes up here and everybody gets out their beers and their campers and they go up there, and yep. it's like a big thing, um, and it's scary, but Orn has so much fun, I always go with them, and every time I'm like, oh, this is it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and then we have some events planned throughout the rest of uh, as much of the summer as we can harness, I guess. Yeah, and then um, where can people find you on social media or yeah. YouTube or anything else? So luckily we took the time to throw all of our stuff into the same naming convention, so. Interesting fact, I am not their social media manager. Oren does it all and also does all the YouTube edits. That is true. But... <laughs> so we... Yeah, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, I we mean... put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a decent amount of work. It's a, it's a decent part-time job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can, uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube, 
Uh, we're OE Garage on YouTube. Literally the Literally letters just, O-E and then yep, Garage. O-E. Uh, props to Eric for coming up with that. <laughs> and then... Uh, Eric is his um, partner in crime and this like whole that. channel. <laughs> his boyfriend, I call him. They spend more time together on the weekends than I have sometimes. But it's okay. I've also known Eric as long as I've known Oren, so he's grown on me like mold. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, we're also on Instagram at the OE Garage. Mm-hmm. And um, on Facebook. we have a Facebook page for the uh, channel, which is OE Garage as well. Mm-hmm. And there's merch. If and you all ever merch. decide you want it. We have merch. We have our you own have website. Merch. You're so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit. All right. Well, thanks for coming on my podcast, coming to my TED Talk. Um, hope you have a safe drive home. Yeah, I'll, I'll go... Uh, I'll go let the dogs in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And that's it for this episode. I can't tell you when I'm putting out another episode. It's whenever my life calms down for two seconds. I actually need to jump on and get some um, stuff to done for my clients. So I will talk to you guys soon. If you have um, a second, which um, I know you do. There's a lot of seconds in the day. Screenshot this. Um, tag me at hand it to me VA on Instagram in your stories. Um, So I know you're listening to it. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, and I will talk to you at some point. (laughs) Bye.